Welcome to CYC Podcast Discussions on Child and Youth Care. I'm Wolfgang Vashon. This episode, I'm returning, as I do every few months, to our ongoing collaboration with Taking It Global and Rising Youth. And today, I'm excited to be speaking with Ursula Khan about the Ubuntu Youth Council. Welcome, Ursula, and thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Uh, I'm excited about this conversation. I'm excited for, for lots of reasons. Um, I think your, your name is... That's great. Ubuntu. Maybe do you, maybe we could start there. What 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 for those people who don't know what what does Ubuntu mean? So Ubuntu is um, a South African word. It's um, it's for harmony. Hmm. As harmonized as one. Um, nice. Which is uh, so it's a nonprofit in Central Alberta. So I think it's the perfect name. <laughs> yes. <laughs> why why do you think it's the perfect name, Ursula? Um, because I think that's, um, what Central Alberta needs right now to be harmonized and come as one. Nice. Nicely said. We won't, we won't go too, veer too far into, uh, the politics of, of, of Alberta or, or the relationship between Alberta and Toronto where I'm located or anything like that. But, uh, I, I hear you. I hear you. That's, that's, that's good. Uh, could we, could we, um, hear a little bit about yourself, who, who you are and, and, uh, um, how you came to be involved with, uh, the youth council? Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm 20 years old. Um, I'm from Calgary, Alberta. Um, I, I'm studying human rights here at the University of Winnipeg, so I've jumped around Canada a little bit. Good <laughs> um, for you. But I started the Youth Council in June, June 2020, I would say. Um, I've tried to start many youth councils in Central Alberta. Um, it did not take. Uh, but this one finally took, and I'm so happy that we finally have it in Central Alberta for all of the youth. Um, nice. So right. it's it's something that's up and coming. In awesome. What, what do you, why do you think it's been challenging to get them up and up and going? I'm fascinated with youth councils and, and the politics of youth councils and what they do and what they don't do. So I'm I'm quite intrigued with with uh, your experiences with youth council. Why do you think it it took so long to get it going? Um, there's a couple of things. Uh, so when I started it back, tried to start it back in, in 2015, 2016, maybe. Um, it was more of I was the only youth that was actually on it. And it was just a board of directors telling me what to do mm. um, kind of thing. So I don't think it was an actual youth council, it was more just, you know, asking the youth advisory or something, you know? Right. Um, as in the Ubuntu Youth Council is not under, you know, like this, like the other one was under the city um, and board of directors and a lot of, uh, other nonprofits. Um, this one is just, I went to Ubuntu Central, mobilizing Central Alberta, and I said, we need a youth council because you guys want to mobilize Central Alberta and you guys put on so many amazing protests. Um, but the thing I noticed was there was a lot of youth at these protests and rallies uh, during the summer. And I said, we need to do something for them. Um, so I was like, and it has to be all youth led. 
I was like, that's the only thing. There's no adults allowed <laughs> to tell us <laughs> to do. Awesome. Yes, yes, yes. I'm with you. No, I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's why this one kind of took, I think. Right. And, and so what do you, what do you do? What does the, what does, what does the Ubuntu Youth Council do? And then who are you responding to? So the, what's the larger community that you are, that you are counseling from your perspective as, as young folks? Yeah. So what we do is what we, what our platform is, what we want to do is give a platform for all youths so that they have a, like, so that they know that we're here to amplify their voices. Um, I think it started with um, a lot of police incidents that were happening in central Alberta with the youth. Um, And a lot of them were good friends of mine um, or my brother's friends. He's 16. So they're all around that age. Um, And I was just like, we're living in a critical time. Like, I can't believe this is still happening. So one of my missions was we have to do something about this. We have to have these conversations with the police. We have to have these conversations with our youth, um, especially our, you know, the minority, the people of color, the BIPOC community um, and those youth, because it's so important for us to, to build a better relationship, I think, because it is our future. Um, and we start, we have to take control now. So the Ubuntu Youth Council was just like, let's let's have an event to do this um so that was one of our last events um another thing that we did is um we celebrated international youth day um in central alberta on august 15th um which was just kind of like we worked hard all summer and it's time to celebrate us because we did so many amazing things and it was just a way to celebrate so many amazing talented youth in central alberta um and now we're trying to do some blanket exercises and mm. um, talk to other youth councils that are already existing, like the Friendship Society Youth Council, which is full of Indigenous youth. And I think that that's important to educate our youth who don't know anything about the residential schools or a, what a blanket exercise is or what staging is um, and just making those connections. Absolutely. Nice. I'd like to go back to the event you just had um, around around policing, because obviously there's conversations all over the world right right now, um, most recently in in, uh, Nigeria around policing, but throughout throughout Europe and and the US and and uh, other parts of the world as well here in Canada. What what was the event that you had? regarding youth and, and policing this this past couple of weeks? Um, yeah, so it was last week. We we decided to put on an event called Youth Talk. Um, it was a conversation between youth and law enforcement. And so what it was supposed to be was um, a panel of the youth liaison, RCMP, um, a youth boy, Renee, um, and then an indigenous youth as well, and then a city council member on this panel. Um, and then what it was, was we had an MC and we had, we posted it all over social media, asking people to send us these questions. You know, this is your time, this is a safe space. What do you wanna know? What do you wanna ask? Um, so we got a lot of questions in. 
And the event went really well. It was it was kind of disappointing from the city side, the city and the RCMP, as in um, they decided to back out two days before the event, saying it's too political and it's just not the right time with everything that's going on in social media. Um, so that was kind of disappointing, um, not having the RCMP wanting to come to a peaceful event like this, saying mm. it's too political. Um, what, what, are you, what, are your, what are your thoughts on that? Um, honestly, it's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> like, <laughs> but, like, are you serious? Like, too political? Like, come on. Like, this is the time we need to have these conversations. If you want to have a better relationship, we have to do those by having these political events. Like it's, it's so like for him to just say like the RCMP office officer, just to say it's too political is just showing his white privilege. Um, honestly, because we have to be political. Like it's, it's, it's just crazy to me that that happened. Um, what was the response from from other people on the on the youth council or for other from other young people who were involved in the in the day? They were honestly they told me they were not shocked. They're like, yep, this was probably going to happen. Right. Like, you know, like this is something that's been happening, I guess, with the RCMP officers. They're just not ready for this conversation. Um <laughs> But during the week, I, I like how you like italicized and put bold and underlined in that in that word conversation. That was that was really well done. Thank you for doing that. <laughs> <laughs> it was also a hard time in Alberta because we saw the video of Alex Dunn slamming mm-hmm. Kalia Daffy to the ground. Um, then we saw how a Calgary police officer went on a podcast saying that Black Lives Matter is a is a hate group and a hate organization. And it was just unbelievable. It was just like, and then for Central Alberta RCMP to just be like, it's too political, like something yeah. we can't do right now. Right. And so what 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 would you like? What would you what would, what were you hoping to uh, achieve out of the out of the dialogue between the young people and the, the city and the RCMP? Well, I was hoping that this would be part one to a series of conversations, you know, like this would help start building that bridge towards a better relationship and and having those relationships where the youth can feel safe around police. Because honestly, like I am, they don't. And it's understandable, very understandable. And I just want to show them, you know, like this is our future, like we are going to be leaders in the future. And if we want to change it, then let's talk to the ones leading it right now and talk to them about what we want and what we see um, and see what we can do. It's building that bridge and it's having those discussions about what does defunding the police look like? What are your protocols in place right now for any of these, if any of these incidents happen? just talking about that and seeing what can we change and how can we make it better. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, um, I've been fascinated by, by the, the change in the conversation, right? I mean, the, this idea of defunding the police was an unheard of proposition, um, you know, 
that's not true. It was spoken of by very, very few people, uh, yeah. you know, eight months ago. Um, and there's, there's been conversation about defunding the police and, and changing the carceral structures that we work within for, for many, many, many years. Um, I, yeah, I recently uh, read a piece of sort of the history of the RCMP and, and um, in, in central, central Canada and the links to, to, you know, indigenous people and, and stopping indigenous sovereignty and, and uh, the connections that have always, always run through those, um, that, that history. And I, and I was quite struck because, uh, you know, in my head, I know that the, the, the police structure has lots of problems, but to understand where it comes out of, that it comes directly out of stopping and um, indigenous people's land claims was, was quite striking to me. How, how can you move forward now with the police having experienced one more example of the police refusing to dialogue, refusing to communicate, refusing to, to listen to you? What's, what's the role of, of you and the Ubuntu, you know, which is about coming together in solidarity? What's, what's the, how, how do you move forward with that? Well, I... I, as a person, and I, as the youth council, um, one of the co-presidents, I don't like to be shy about what I'm going to say and, and showing my disappointment in the city and, and being like, Hey, like, this was not okay. Like, I'm not going to be, you know, I'm going to be diplomatic about it, of course, but not in, in a way just show them to email them or talk to them and be like, this is not okay. Like, do you want to be, do you want to create a better central Alberta for our youth? You know, um, we didn't see many much support from our mayor or city council, even this summer at um, any of these rallies, none of them came, none of them showed the support for the BIPOC community. Um, so they continue to let us down and they know that the Ubuntu Youth Council is here to stay and we're gonna keep creating noise until we can get them to sit down and listen and and have those conversations absolutely uh and and just so you know i've been i've been trying to facilitate conversations with the young people and police for, for for decades and and so your experience tragically sadly is not unique uh you know i've spoken with this on the show before you know trying to facilitate those conversations between uh young people and police there's a long history of uh uh, difficulty in facilitating those processes. So uh, please, please, please don't don't give up. Because I also know people that have had some very, very successful uh, conversations, um, and things actually have have come out of it. So um, keep going, Ursula. Keep going. Keep doing it. <laughs> keep emailing the city. I'm going to keep calling them out until I get them to sit down. Absolutely. So one of the ideas of Ubuntu is this idea of preparing people, um, preparing young people, preparing young people of color to move into positions of boards or roles or, or into positions of, of leadership and into positions of, of politics. Why is, obvious question, but why is that important? Because we don't see enough BIPOC people on the board 
or in those powerful positions. And so I think starting from a young age and getting that experience, you know, at 15 to, to 24 is so important. And that's what the Ubuntu Youth Council does. You know, um, we want, you know, our youth, one of our youth just got a job working for a nonprofit at Youth HQ, which is amazing. Nice. Um, and then two of them are doing their own webinar series for Ending Stars in Nigeria. Um, Amazing. All experiences that I want them to have first. Um, yes, we do have a lot of people on the council who aren't, you know, part of the BIPOC community. And of course, that's amazing. Um, but we want the BIPOC youth first having those opportunities um, because we want to see them thrive in the future and we are going to thrive, you know. Um, we're going to take it back. It's ours. We're going to have that experience. We're going to be sitting at the CEO positions, you know. Yes, yes, yes. Preachers, la preach. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and what, 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 what are you seeing? How are you seeing young people uh, respond to, to that? Uh, you know, I'll speak, for, I'll speak for myself as someone who sits in far too many meetings. I, like the idea of becoming on a board is just, it doesn't appeal to me at all. But, uh, but that's, a personal, that's a personal thing. Um, I, so I'm curious how, um, and, and as someone who's worked with a lot of youth on a lot of youth committees and a lot of youth boards, there's a very particular type of young person that's attracted to, to that. And, um, and often uh, there's other young people who are not attracted to that, who then think, okay, well, where, where's my place? Um, how, how do I, you know, present my voice? So I'm curious, what has been the response of, of different young people um, uh, uh, as part of the council? I've had a lot of different responses because the youth council is made of, the age ranges are so different. There's mm. 15 to 22 so right. it's, it's different most of them are in university you know studying politics so they have a passion for this and then the younger ones are usually you know the guys um and they're so different men are so <laughs> different like it's just oof. but the way i get them involved and to show them that you know like you are important and you are here for this is you have to at least give them this opportunity to see if they want it and to see if they mm -hmm. like it. And most of them have never been given that opportunity, you know, and they right. now they're starting to love it. They love speaking about their experiences at different events, sharing their like life experiences and raising that awareness for change. And I'm like, this is important. This is important work. What you're doing is important. You are a smart, important youth. And we're just here to let you know that your voice matters. And that's why the Ubuntu Youth Council is was created. It was for these people. It was for these youth. Um, so that's how I make sure that they know that. Nice. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but if you know they don't like it, and and what we also do is like we want youth to get involved um, with local shops or local or finding jobs or volunteering in the city. So. That's another way they're just, if they don't want to be part of the political events, it's just come volunteer with us at the hospital, come volunteer at the community garden. Like, let's just show that the youth in this city are changing that negative outlook that they once had. And, and we're showing them like, we're here, we're here to help. We're not, you know, those lazy youth. 
<laughs> yeah, it, it's it's political to volunteer at a hospital. It's political to garden. It's political yeah. to, to celebrate young people. I mean, these these things are all the realities. Um, it's just as political as as conversations with with the RCMP and with the city and with the mayor and and demanding rights for for BIPOC people and being able to walk down the street without getting assaulted. Exactly. So, so what's coming up for for um, for the Ubuntu Youth Council, what's 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 on the agenda going forward, and how are how am I going to hear about Central Alberta changing because of the work that you're doing, Ursula? Um, so we are starting our webinar today on ending SARS um, in Nigeria. Um, and, and so yeah. SARS for people who know is is the special uh, armed robbery unit in in Nigeria, the, the police police unit, not not the not another. Not the coronavirus part one that <laughs> we're talking about different stars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um that's one of the things we started. Um, and then I had one member of the youth council say, why only Nigeria? And then I told him, you know what, you're right. Let's let's do more. Let's do more on Africa. So I mm. told him that he would be facil- facilitating another one because what I've noticed is they want these things to happen but they don't have the experience or want to, to do it themselves. So I, I told him I would do it with him, but I want him to take the lead as in, cause he is from um, Kenya and he wants to talk about what's going on and, and mm-hmm. the, the exposure that it doesn't get. And I said, well, here's your platform, say whatever you want, educate us, raise awareness. Amazing. Uh, so that's that's one of the things coming up um we had another event planned but because of the pandemic and it's getting worse because people don't like wearing their mask um <laughs> true. Had to postpone it um but we want to do like a like a youth summit kind of thing maybe mm-hmm. we're looking for next summer or this summer seeing how it goes um just to continue building those youth up and and teaching them how to be on those boards and being in those roles um, so that people can't say you don't have an experience, you don't have enough experience because you do. Absolutely. That's amazing. That's amazing. I I, want to thank you so much for for your energy, for your enthusiasm, for your overtly uh, political stance, which you name and which you own and and which sounds like you're going to you're gonna, you're gonna keep naming and keep owning, um, and for of course just for the the, the conversation today, I, I really appreciate it getting to know a little bit more about the the Mundo Youth Council and, and some of the dynamics happening in, in Central Alberta. So thank you, Ursula. Yeah, thank you.